I'm your host, Chris Single, coming at you live, Grand Rapids, Michigan, recording the Commute Podcast, your one and only source for real-time traffic updates that are obviously by the time you hear them, as well as cutting social commentary. Did not record an episode this morning, Tuesday, the August of August, so we're recording it as I commute home for my lunch. That's right, Reverse Commute Podcast! I got the air conditioning going, so you can't hear me anyways, but I also haven't uploaded an episode in about a week, so it doesn't really matter what we have to say. So, bring some energy, bring some excitement, bring some funk, and really just thinking about adulthood and property and money, and, uh, because there's a local company. I'm, I'm reading about Bitcoin and how you want to manage your risk and hedge your bets and run your funds. And then this exchange got hacked, but it wasn't the exchange. It was the holding company and it wasn't an appropriate holding company because there's these middlemen trading companies that will manage your risk for you and separate your clientele out into different portfolios. And apparently there is a Grand Rapids based one of these. And I'm fascinated by everything it does, and I'm fascinated by these concepts of currency and money and value and how you can claim a right to things. And my wife just I am me asking, how is that lot of land so cheap? There's a three-quarter, you know, two-thirds of a million-dollar home right on Lake Michigan uh, that we're not going to buy. But a block away inland is a $15,000 lot of land. And so buy the lot of land now and in 10 years build something on it? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, It's just fascinating the way money works because it is way more feasible to outright buy a lot of land or honestly probably put a down payment on it and get a $10,000 mortgage at 3%. Who cares? I'll pay 20 bucks a month for a piece of land that I can go camp on. It's a funny world. It's a funny world, and there's these layers and layers of abstractions. I'm listening to a great audiobook about the history of Homo sapiens and how we came together as a culture and built these fictions, these corporate entities and religions and societies that are based on. Well, yeah, we agree because we get along better if we agree. There's no reason that Americans should all agree with Americans and that there's an arbitrary line between America and Canada. It's just easier for humans to come together and work together if these corporate nationhood fictions help organize the populace. Because anything over 150 monkeys, Dunbar's number, you start to lose track of who's who and how they relate to each other and who's trustworthy and who's not. So to get to 1,000 people, 100,000 people, a million people, you really need some sort of overarching state and I think that's uh, why I hate libertarianism. I think people assume that everyone would get along and coordinate if there were a free market. Well, no, you can't have free information in a free market in a perfectly ideal world. Unless you're saying, in a perfectly ideal world, everything would be perfectly ideal, then you're just being silly, and I can't argue against your tautology. If the world you assume exists is already perfect, then what are we arguing about? Let's argue about reality and figure out how to make things better for everyone. I don't know. I, I, I get tired of ranting about libertarians because I think most people disagree with them, but then some people discover it and vote for it. It's dangerous.
Congress. I mean, it does pull votes from Republicans, so to a certain extent, as a liberal, is it okay for me to let people think libertarianism is a coherent ethos? Shorter getting on the highway from work, so now I'm like halfway home on the highway. But maybe when I make that turn, yeah, that's when I'll transition. So just these thinking about property and how it's all imaginary and how I could own a piece of land very close to this, you know, what will eventually be a million dollar home due to inflation. And probably demand. Grand Rapids is a growing market. People like these Lake Michigan beach houses. But instead own land a block away for, you know, 1% of the price. Fascinating world. And then how do you get that 1%? Are there other scams? I mean, there's. I was reading also about the Bitcoin, the Reddit headline was, early Bitcoin investor opens new dark pool exchange. Well, a dark pool is not really an exchange. A dark pool is profiting off information asymmetry and making money off of uh, selling on the market when you don't. You're worried about moving the market. They just want to take a cut without moving the market from big investors. So the real point is this dude made Trade Hill an early Bitcoin exchange. In fact, I think I had an account there. I think they still owe me 20 bucks. Anyways. shut down because it had regulatory and compliance issues, you know, like exchanges do. And now he's opening a second one specifically designed around dark pool investors. And after talking with my buddy who's a lawyer on Wall Street, probably to weed out some of the non-accredited investors, make it a little easier to pretend you're compliant. And then, based in the Bahamas. So you ran a failed exchange and are intentionally avoiding certain regulations and are based in the Bahamas. Why would anyone trust you with money? And because you're dealing with dark pools, whales, people with a lot of money in the game, why would anyone trust you with a large sum of money? There's no way to test a small sum of money in a dark pool. That's not what a dark pool's for. So it seems like a, a scam. I'm fascinated by these scams because it's so easy to run away with them and it would be easier in a libertarian market. And I think libertarians have this idea that they are smarter than the average bear and they would survive and thrive. Well, you might survive in your specific niche, but if your electrician screws you by doing a crappy job and you die in your shower because you your light in your bathroom wasn't properly grounded, well, that sucks. Or if you were poisoned, because the guy at the chemical plant made five cents more to make your fruit roll-ups have poison in them. Well, that's a shame for you. You should have known more about the chemical compounds being put into your fruit roll-ups. Same goes for water and roads. Libertarians hate on the roads argument, but it's true, you know? If every road were a toll road, you would only have roads going to 
casinos and hotels, essentially. And this woman has been begging on the street every day I've driven past her. And I wonder how much money she's making. I wonder if you get diminishing returns or if people see you for a while, they think, man, you're really struggling to still be out there. I wonder if anyone's done a book on that. I've got a lot of books in my reading list, I don't have time to read them. And I'll sit and play video games for 10 hours where it's just exploring. Yeah, I hit it. I hit my No Man's Sky wall. I wish I had been reading instead of playing that game. Because there's so much in this universe to explore. The real universe. And within that now is a universe of 19 quintillion planets. We've done it. I don't know why people are upset by this. We've actually done it. No Man's Sky, because it's boring, and the dude generated a universe. A galaxy. It's only 19 quintillion planets. 18? I forget. It's a rounding error. A quintillion planets is a rounding error. Oh boy. Humans are bad at big numbers. So I think the Trade Hill guy is trying to run a... Not libertarian scam, a scam. Ripping off one rich person, or two or three, you know. Or try to keep it afloat for a while and make some money and then inevitably shut down because the rich people are good with money. Worked at a bankruptcy law firm where they said, that's not how you get rich. You take rich people are good with their money, that's why they still have the money. You have to take a little bit of money from a lot of poor people, and that's... That bankruptcy law firm eventually got shut down for a bunch of fraud and nonsense. Oh boy. Oh boy, what happened here? Oh, that's a little epic. Could be worse, but... A car accident blocked my house. So I guess my point is, everyone is trying to scam you all the time. It is in people's interest to cheat and deceive because you're not in their Dunbar number. You don't make the cut of 150 people they give a shit about. So that being said, how do we organize as a society? How do we prevent scams from scamming literally all of us? Well, you have some rules and regulations. You have a little bit of socialism. You have a little bit of social safety net. And you try not to go too crazy with any of it because someone will find a way to exploit it. And, you know, maybe the 10,000 people you kept from starving resulted in one welfare queen. Is it worth it? I think so. This has been the Commute Podcast. If there's but one good man in the city, save him. But maybe I'm more lenient than God. Boom. Too far. But uh, it's a good passage from the Bible. Anyways, um, this has been the Commute. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.